Well, our moms think we're funny. So this is not the article, but <laughs> bartender, I'm cutting you off. Only water from now on. Jesus, sarcastically. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wane! <laughs> you seen uh, the Family Guy, Star Wars, Blue Harvest? Um, nah. I've seen some clips from it, but not the uh, whole thing. It, it's pretty funny, but when they, when he, he, uh, choose the one guy and, and, uh, it's the the one kind of effeminate guy. This like, he's like, "Hello, everybody." Is you assume he's gay because um, he actually says, "Fuck, how did I get here?" Um, <laughs> uh. As many gay people say, <laughs> "Fuck, how did I get here?" <laughs> um, but he's um, he's always talking to. You. He's like, "I met someone today." Someone at the bookstore who's someone who likes the same kind of literature I do. <laughs> but in the one part in the Family Guy Star Wars, he gets shot and he's like, Wanae! <laughs> and the one where Stewie is, uh, this is probably my favorite, the one where Stewie is, um, uh, kills Lois and in his, like, kind of dream sequence thing. And, uh, and he and he's talking to the guy. I can't think of his partner's name. He's like, "Did you hear that? That killer babe is on the loose." Oh no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, where we at? Where we at? Hey everybody, it's us. Ah, oh, yeah. Hey everybody, it's uh, Turk One Eighty Two. Yep. So, you ready, Comey? Yeah. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> you tried. You're trying so hard to get me to drop what? my name. <laughs> No, I was just no. I was just Are saying. you ready, Akomi? <laughs> no, I was just saying. Are you ready, Akomi? I'm I'm ready. Steve, Mick, Andy. All right, fellas. <laughs> so, uh, how's it going? Oh, hey, oh, just you know, just taking it day by day, man. That's really all you can do. Just yeah. uh, you know, sometimes I just sit here and I'm just like, you know, man, I'm just uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to stress out and let the world bring me down, man. It's like what we have to do is we just have to find a way to just be happy with ourselves and not let anything get in the way of our happiness. <laughs> and I think that as long as each of us can find a way to be happy and push out all that negativity, it's like, hey, don't be happy, man. Focus on being unhappy. With the, no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> That's more of a time drain for me to try to be like, focus on being unhappy to get my happiness. I'm just going to focus on being happy and then tell unhappiness, you can kiss my rear end, man. <laughs> it's great. So, so, Bob, what, do you, what the hell are you doing on my couch? <laughs> so, uh, just let people know, full disclosure, I'm a little high right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he slept with my mama. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you don't want to ask me questions. You want to ask that guy questions. And that guy, he doesn't want to answer any questions. <laughs> oh... So how about I ask the questions this time? Okay. So, Turk, what are we talking about today? I got a question for you. Where did you hide the remote? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> that was really good. I love that. That was. I really want to to show other people that. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's it's really good. And it's, I mean, and I I hope it's a true story because it's so. so good. Oh, I think shoot. it made me more of a fan of Bob Dylan. 
which is kind of weird. Right. Because, <laughs> like, there's there's not even any basis that it's that it's actually real. It's just, oh, I hope it's real, but it's like, if that's the kind of person he really was, I would love it. I, I see. Well, if I was him, I think you would have heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not the only Bob, just like you're not the only Dave. <laughs> Oh, All right. that's so good. I could watch that over and over again. No, it's great. It's really great. I guess for for those who aren't in the know uh, listening to this, that was the show Urban Myths? Yes, Urban called? Myths. Urban Myths, and it was the first episode. It was about Bob Dylan yeah. going to visit uh, Dave of the Rhythmics. Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart. And He's he, a song and dance man like me. <laughs> and he, he meets Dave Stewart. That's not the Dave Stewart that, uh, <laughs> that he was planning on meeting. Yeah. And it's got Jen from IT Crowd, so that's a definite plus. Yeah. You know, even in that, she's not. she doesn't look like Jen, but she's still kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I think I like her voice. I oh, just yeah. Like she's Jen's got a great voice. voice. You know, it's, she just has a sweet demeanor on everything she, she plays. Does. Yeah, it, I actually like her. All right. So what are we talking about, man? Uh, so I stumbled across this article uh, online. Uh, so, And we've talked before. I subscribe to some lifestyle articles, uh, just cool little email newsletters that send these like interesting articles uh, from like all around the internet, um, elevators, really good one. Shift is a really good one. They're like from the same parent, uh, website, just, uh, just stuff like that stuff that like, you know, I, I don't really like look at the news website. So this is the quickest way to find interesting stuff for me. And, uh, they had an article that I saw the headline and I did not read. And I was like, I got to save this for the podcast. Holy shit. What did we find? AD Police, wow. Oh shit, it's a prequel to Bubblegum Crisis? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I guess if, if this is if this has the man who bites his tongue, yes! <laughs> Holy shit! Damn. <laughs> AD Police files his shit, and dude, the man who bites his tongue is the fucking best, I swear. That's cool. So, just, uh, we're way off topic, as we always That's are. That's fine, it happens. But it's a, an officer whose brain was placed in a cybernetic body struggles to cope with his new existence. <laughs> The only thing he has is just his brain and his tongue. It's the only thing that's still human. He's in his robot body, so he can't feel anything. Yeah. And he bites his tongue to feel pain, to feel some kind of like like actual like sensation. Yeah. Oh, and damn. and it's slowly driving him insane. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Well, it's, it's uh, convenient that this is like from Bubblegum Crisis because speaking of robots and stuff, that's kind of what this news article was about. Oh yeah. Because we've discussed this kind of thing a lot before, but here's the headline. It's from DazedDigital.com. Shock horror. Experts say AI sex robots are a moral threat to society. God damn you. (laughs) God damn you. (laughs) You're such an asshole. Why do you not want me to be happy? (laughs) I cannot sustain a relationship with a woman because I cannot, like, fully... Like open myself up. I, I have a I I have a problem, right? <laughs> and I, I don't have to problem, worry. I don't Michael. have to worry about that with a sex robot, right? Because she can't like sit there and. Hey, oh my goodness! It's not even about the sex. It's about it's about the companionship. I can get actually close to someone that won't like sit there and like talk sh- like shit about me or whatever. Be like, oh, you know, that's because of this and blah 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 blah. And oh. now you're trying to ruin everything for me. You, why can't I be happy? Why will you not let me be happy? Like I said, I didn't read the article. I just wanted to see what the oh, experts you just- say. God damn. <laughs> Researchers want to ban sex robot companies from marketing them as replacements for real human relationships. <laughs> That's exactly what the first headline was. 
Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, this was uh, the text here was written by Gunseli Yalkinkaya. Yeah, he's not getting laid with a name like that. <laughs> Naga, Naga, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> Today, Junior. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's just go over some of the the text here and, and discuss as we do. <laughs> In news that surprises absolutely no one. U.S. researchers have warned that the possibility of AI sex robots poses a serious psychological and moral threat to individuals and society. Okay, Boomer. Um, according to researchers, the technology is escaping regulation from agencies because they're too embarrassed to investigate it. <laughs> Dr. Christine Hedren of Duke University told BBC News that the stakes were high. I hope this isn't some spoof article. I hope this is real. <laughs> I hope it is a spoof article. <laughs> Hope you've been suckered in. Like I said, I didn't read it. I have no idea about any of this. I just saw it and was like, we, we got to talk about this on the podcast. Oh, wait, 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 by we, you meant, oh, I've got to make Turk rant about this on the podcast. <laughs> well, we've had some pretty interesting discussions about it. So, uh, Speaking at the American Association for the Advancement of Science, she said concerningly, some robots are programmed to protest to create a rape scenario. Some are designed to look like children. One developer of these in Japan is a self-confessed pedophile who says that this device is a prophylactic against him from ever hurting a real child. That is a little bit disturbing. That's no, that's that, that that's a that's a very that's a lot disturbing. That's a little bit disturbing. That's like no, no. See, I, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this with like a real kid, but I got a robot kid that will allow me to get, <laughs> that's, like it's designed to protest and create a rape scenario. But that's right, really fucked up. That that is, but but the problem is that your way of thinking is is bad. That's that's bad. That's really we, really we, bad. We should thank you. We, we should be <laughs> we should be giving you something that allows you to to like act that out in a safe environment. We should be like, no, let's get you some therapy so you can so you can realize that this is bad and not have those thoughts anymore. Or, or like, how about no? Let's cut off your arms and legs with a chainsaw and scald your dick with a hot iron because that's really fucked up. There, well, there's, the word self-confessed pedophile should never exist. It's just, uh, no. Well, when somebody confesses to that, you lock them away. I, I'm, I'm still saying that, you know, therapy before the arms and legs and scalding thing. You know, at least try therapy. No. <laughs> just scald them. <laughs> so, if you had the chance to get... If you had something that was wrong with you, and you recognized it was wrong with you, and you were like, hey, I'd like to get some treatment to like not think this way anymore, or not have these kind of feelings or thoughts or whatever, but what if it was like you, one of those people that have that thing where like, uh, like, uh, I don't, I don't like my arms. I think they need to be removed. <laughs> you know, that this is a serious medical condition where people like, this was like body dysmorphia or whatever, but they're yeah. like, like, uh, I don't like my leg. There's something wrong with it. It's, it's not my leg. It needs to be removed. Yeah. But if you can get them treatment, and as opposed like, like, I want to like, replace it with cybernetics because that's cool. Only if. <laughs> I didn't say I want to take off my perfectly functioning arms and legs and replace them. I'm saying if like my arm got mangled in a thresher, right? Like, okay, go ahead and let's take it off and let's get a cybernetic one. I'm not afraid of getting a cybernetic arm or a leg if that one is not functioning anymore properly. But what I'm saying is, as opposed to this person who's like, yeah, you know, I don't think my leg belongs to me, but like, hey, you know what? Let's take that off because I got someone over here that really needs a leg. Like, no, let's get him some therapy. Like, hey, you know what, doc? I'm glad I kept my leg. This is kind of awesome, you know? Well, sure. Just let's go with therapy first before we just start like chopping shit off of people. 
Well, let, let's continue to see what the uh, professor of ethics and culture of robots says. Mm. So, <laughs> Kathleen Richardson, a professor of the ethics and culture of robots. I'm already not liking this podcast. And AI at De Montfort University in Leicester? Li- Leicester? Whatever. <laughs> wants to ban sex robot companies from marketing them as replacements for actual real human relationships, which is apparently a common thing in the industry. Really? That's what they say. Okay, so I thought a sex robot was just like, hey, hey, here's a sex robot for you guys that just can't get any because of whatever reason, right? You're awkward with women or or like, hey, here's someone that you can pull out of the closet for when you're, you know, <laughs> when your wife just says no or, you know, whatever it is. Um, or like when you're in between relationships. But I don't remember this. I never heard of them saying like, oh, you know what? Why bother with a real person when you can have this sex robot? <laughs> Because it is again, my, I, I, the term robot is just so wrong. It's not. It's just a doll. But well, these are talking about specifically the ones with AI programmed to go through like pre-programmed motions and saying things. Okay, so I just got to say that that's not AI. AI is artificial intelligence. If you're just pre-programmed to say certain things, that's that's not AI. That's like a damn Furby. <laughs> you don't rape a Furby. Or. No, you don't. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I was like, no, you know what? No, I'm just going to just say no. <laughs> Jeff created his own sex robot out of a Furby and a flashlight. <laughs> oh. oh, those damn furries. Ooh, I love. <laughs> um, examples include Sergey Santos, the creator of one of the world's most famous AI equipped sex robots, Samantha, who previously told Dazed, I always say, if my wife left me, Sexually, I would have enough with the sex doll. Okay, so he says, if my wife left me... feels great about that. If my wife left me sexually, I'd be be okay with the sex robot. Yeah. Like, emotionally, you know, like, he would not be. You know, intellectually, like, having someone to, to, a companionship, no. But, sexually, yeah. Which, yeah, that would make his wife feel really good. So, what you're saying to me is that I just lay there and don't do shit? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think I think they, and it's weird to be kind of like playing devil's advocate here, so to speak, but I think they are kind of taking what he's saying out of context there, because he did just say sexually. Now, personally, I don't agree. I don't think that it would be enough for me to just have a, a robot, but that's just me. Uh, but Richardson argues a relationship with a girlfriend is based on intimacy, attachment, and reciprocity. These are things that can't be replicated by machines... Are we going to move into a future where we keep normalizing the idea of women as sex objects? That's um, that's well, a future thing. Well, okay, so, um, yeah, for me, a woman is a sex object among all the other things that she is for me, because I'm a heterosexual male. <laughs> so when I think about sex, I think about sex with a woman. So yes, among everything else, if you want to like lay it all out and like the hundred different things that a woman is to me, yeah. one of those things out of the hundred is also a sandwich she's a maker, sex a house cleaner, a, a laundry doer, a, a companion, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a <laughs> caregiver, you know, a, a trusted friend, yeah, emotional I mean, I support. Say, yeah, I was going to say all that shit or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, companion and junk. Yeah, companion and junk. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't you the guy yesterday when I was like, yeah, spirituality and shit? <laughs> I love spirituality and shit. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, it was a Buddhism. You yeah. learn all about spirituality and shit. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, 
If someone has a problem with a relationship in their actual lives, you deal with that with other people, not by normalizing the idea that you can have a robot in your life and it can be as good as a person, she added. These companies are saying, you don't have a friendship, you don't have a life partner, don't worry, we can create a robot girlfriend for you. Okay, so yeah, so you're taking that too far because no one is saying that, like, you know, again, these are not, these are not AI, like, like you would think. So this is not like her, right? Yeah. Well, I think her is a, is a good example of, of an AI relationship without the sex. There's no sex involved in that. Hmm. It's, it's an AI. You've seen her, right? No. Okay, so, you know, it's the Joaquin Phoenix movie by Spike Jones. I, I will say, though, that there was a different voice they had initially, which was, I have to look it up. Um, uh, I forget who the who the original voice was, but then they, they changed their voice. Was it like Samantha Morton or something? Uh, anyway, they replaced the voice uh, with Scarlett Johansson, which, of course, obviously, if I had like, if my Siri sounded like Scarlett Johansson and... <laughs> And I'm talking to her, and she's like, "Yeah, people just don't understand you." I'm like, "Oh, you're right, Scarlett. They don't." <laughs> I mean, it's, that's way too easy for me to fall in love with. That's just like you know, kind of how I fell in love with Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I, dude, just listen to that that Audible book, and oh my god, you know. Well, now, now, whenever I hear great. about her dating anybody, like I'm jealous. But like you know, <laughs> the other day I read a uh, I read a thing, um, and it was like Rosario Dawson. You know, talks about her her renewed faith and religion, and she's like, "Yeah, I've got a really strong relationship with Jesus." I was like, "Oh." He's a dead man. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I was just like, you know, automatically I became jealous. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? <laughs> and it's like, uh, so, but, but yeah, it, it, that's, but that's, that movie is a, is a really good example of someone having a relationship with a, an artificial intelligence that has nothing to do with sex. And when sex is brought into it, right, the, the guy um, is like no, this this doesn't feel right. Yeah, because they, they actually bring a a human in. Um, they have a two and a half some, where <laughs> he's having sex with a woman. Um, and the AI is there, and she's like kind of saying, "Pretend it's me," and and that kind of stuff because she knows yes. that they can't have a physical relationship and afterwards he's like no this this didn't feel right it, it wasn't like I was with you the way I want to but that it's, yeah. a, it's a really good movie um, I, I don't think that has much to do with it being AI I think it's just like it's a really bad idea to have sex with anybody and pretend it's someone else well what I'm saying is the relationship he has with the AI though is is strictly a a mental yeah relationship you know and and it's and he's got these emotions for this thing, but she's an artificial intelligence, so she acts and you know, quote unquote, thinks like a person. Yeah. And he's having a relationship with this, which is not physical at all. Right. Right. Which is you know half of a real relationship, as where if you have a sex quote unquote robot that's not really a has AI, just has some pre-programmed sayings. Right. Um, and you're having you know sex with that, you're not having a relationship with it. You're just having sex with it. There's no relationship there. There's no replacing somebody with something else. It's like every time I jack off and have a relationship with my hand, I'm going to run. I'm going to leave my wife from my hand. Oh, shit. I just found out I got two. Threesome, baby. I mean, like, no, that's not the same thing. You guys are taking this way out of context. You know, I'm, I'm not even sure, like, I mean, I don't, I don't I haven't looked into sex robots outside of what we've talked about here on the podcast. I'm not sure how the AI... Uh, in sex robots work. So I'm going to Google that real quick. Well, you know, just like any kind of AI, so going back to her, where there's a there's a series of questions that this guy answers, 
and then kind of formulates the companion for him. For any kind of AI, the whole point of artificial intelligence is that this thing has to grow. Right. It has to learn you, respond to you, and that sort of thing. Which we're we're nowhere near that. If we if we had that kind of like AI real AI technology, right? The first thing they would do would not be put in a sex robot. You know, we'd have Skynet, and then of course we'd never be around <laughs> sex robots because we'd all be dead. Uh, well, I mean, there's there's lots of AI bots out there these days. Yeah, but not ones that are going to really respond to you like a real person would. Well, that's the problem is that they're all like on a server. They're all online, so they're interacting with like thousands of people at a time. It's not a personalized reaction. If you haven't watched her, you should because. That's eventually what happens in this one where the rope, the AI starts interacting with other AI online and yeah. they're all growing in their knowledge. And in that growth, um, takes them down a different path. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like they actually have what would be real AI, which is like, uh, so I mean, they're they're saying that the actual definition of real sex robot AI would be creating machines that have an intelligent response to sexual input and output, creating pleasure simulacra for humans to experience. Right. So again, it's just a Furby. Yeah. So I mean, that's basically it. But and that's so, not going to replace a person, you know, in a relationship. Yeah. And and I don't I don't even know if they're really marketing it as that. Um, interesting. But it's it's weird to me that, like, they touch on all this, like, really disturbing shit, like robots that are programmed with rape scenarios, that are programmed to resist and say no, that are, like, designed to look like kids. They have all these things, and then they're like, but we're going to talk about the moral implications of replacing human relationships. Right. It's like, well, I don't give a shit about it if it replaces human relationships, you know? I mean, like, I mean, there are people who have married their, like... <clears throat> like Nintendo DSs and shit, like, for years. I mean, that that's nothing new. You know, if, if somebody wants to completely shut out human interaction, that's their prerogative. I'm more concerned about the fact that there are guys out there who are like, yes, self-confessed pedophile here, hi, how's it going? Frank Diddler, I've just made a little robot child who's programmed to resist and say no so I can rape it and not, quote, hurt anybody else. I mean, that's, that's the fucked up part to me. It, it is fucked up, but again, you're talking about AI... Well, they're talking about AI where, oh, and it's programmed to do this, but not really. Again, it's just going, it's on a loop and it's going to just vary like the 12 responses it has. So it's just going to keep saying the same thing. It's not going to, it doesn't move. So it's really the same thing it, it, it would be in any, in any like solo scenario, which is, it's all my imagination, which is filling in all the missing pieces. Mm -hmm. And, if, if, so let's say that you have a, let's say it's just you and you're doing you, right? The, you're, you're filling in all the spaces there for this whole fantasy scenario, whatever your fantasy scenario is. Okay. But now I add in another element. So let's say that element is a fleshlight. So I'm adding in all of the, of uh, the filling in all, all the, all the empty spaces, except for one, in which case now I have something that maybe feels a little bit better than my hand. Right? Mm-hmm. I never use a flashlight. Don't plan on it. Um, Why? The dishwasher's safe. Well, I'd have to have two dishwashers. Right? <laughs> um, so, uh, so I'm filling in all that stuff. Okay, so now I have something that actually has some kind of a human form. So now I don't have to at least imagine a person or imagine this flashlight as a person. Right? I have a human form, 
but I'm still filling in all these empty spaces. Well, I haven't really done that much different than what I was doing before because like the whole fantasy, it's still the majority of the fantasy is all still in my head. Mm -hmm. So now this thing is on a pre-programmed loop or whatever to vary up like what its responses are. Yeah. I, I mean that that's the nearest I can figure. Having and, looked at that article, that seems to be all they're doing. And let's just let's take it away from like from the the disgusting to just a a matter of taste. It, it's a it's, Kevin. It's it's it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's a guy, hetero guy, and a a doll woman, and she's got like you know five responses, like you know like a pull my string. Math is hard, <laughs> right? So. And and me harder, Richard. <laughs> right. And so you are so sexy, Richard. I would like to think that that you would like tell them what the you know what you wanted to say and what your name is, and then they would record that. <laughs> you know, you know. I, I like my version better. <laughs> you would. That way, you, that way you have an excuse to be like, no, no, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to. Yeah, but uh, then it does the Windows Air sound. Badoop. I'm sorry, I am full. <laughs> So, um, oh, that's nasty. That's, that's so nasty. That's so nasty. <laughs> oh, it's only been a week. Please empty uh, me out so we can continue. Richard. <laughs> Maybe they have like one of those like things like, you know, like your vacuum cleaner. You just open it oh, and you just God. collect the little thing out there. <laughs> just it's, disposable bags. I mean, that would be, that'd be better. <laughs> just disposable cum socks. God damn it. Why are you... <laughs> Uh, anyway, getting back to it. So, so, so they're they're saying these things, and eventually, though, there's going to be only so many like variations, you know, how it's going to say these things, and it, it's going to say some of the wrong things at the wrong time. So, yes, more, please, right there, right there, right there. Yes, I'm ready for it. I mean, like, wait, wait whoa, whoa, it's just like, you know, it's, it, it, but then you're. Like the the more you, the more you replace, the more you take away. Mm-hmm. So if I have the robot there, so I'm no longer using my hand, and I'm not having to imagine, like fully imagine what this person looks like. I am still having to imagine some, but now I've got this thing here in front of me that's not really moving. Mm-hmm. So if I have a real woman and like, hey, we're going to switch positions. I move, she moves. Like, okay, I want you to this get like this, right? I move, right, she moves. Right. But with the with a doll, it's like, okay, I move. And now I've got to get her, and I've got to move her legs here, move her legs there. That's a, that's like sixty seconds, or you know, two minutes, or whatever. While I'm getting her in the right position that where I want her in, which now is more like a job, right? Yeah. So and those things are fucking heavy too. Yeah, oh yeah, and I hear. I mean, I would <laughs> if, if they were supposed to be like a real person. I would imagine it would have like a significant amount of weight to them to make them feel more real. And like, let's be honest here: most of the guys that are getting one are not like your. I go to the gym every day and work out, so these dolls have to be able to support at least two hundred fifty, three hundred pounds at least. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, so that being the case, they're not going to be easy to just pick up and throw around. Yeah, I, I think they weigh uh-huh. somewhere between one hundred to one hundred and fifty pounds, which isn't like awful. But I mean, but, that's but, not something you can. I don't want to lift one hundred and fifty pounds when I'm doing the duty right so especially so okay so now we go from like a doggy to now i want you on top that's a lot of work oh shit you know and if i gotta stop and move you and then do this and then it's not you can just sit her on top you've got to position her on top of you and yeah that's a lot of damn work yeah and that's more work than just me fantasizing so the more 
I <laughs> the more I take away from just me fantasizing and putting into reality, mm-hmm. the more it takes away from everything. So if you've got something like that, that you're adding to it, you're actually taking more away from it. It's in. It's There's not gonna be guys who get super ripped because they have to lug around these 150 pound sex robots. Okay, no, see that that's a really good reason as to why that would be beneficial. So part of the reason why I can't like you know like I have a problem like approaching women or like dating or whatever is because I don't like my body. I'm kind of a schlubby guy. I get a sex robot where I'm like you know now I'm getting sex all the time. So of course it's not like a like every other day where I got to like be like, Hey, can you come over? Oh, you, you, you know, you're working late tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well maybe tomorrow. Hey, there's no, I have to wait like two hours through it before I take you to dinner and movies, some shit like that. Like I come home and like, let's get to it, baby. It's like, shit, you're already ready for me. You dirty thing. You, you know? So I'm like getting to like every, like three, four times a day. So that's three or four times a day. I'm lifting like 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, after three months, I'm kind of cut and girls are looking like, damn, I don't know what he's been doing. So, you know, within a six month time period, that sex robot is in the closet, and I've got a real woman. Doesn't like really vigorous sex burn like four or five hundred calories? I don't know. It's pretty ridiculous. I, I mean, dude, if I could burn four or five hundred calories in ten seconds, then I'd be having sex all the time. <laughs> I don't think they're talking about the ten second sex, but okay. Well, then no, it doesn't burn anything. <laughs> I have not worked off that Twinkie, <laughs> but she did. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so. So yeah, I never really thought about that angle, but yeah. Yeah. So so it's, it's, it's almost like it's it's kind of like what they said vaping is supposed to be. Oh, you want to stop smoking? Well, here, try vaping, and then we can slowly wean yourself off, or like nicotine gum or whatever. Yeah. So sex robot could actually be used to help people to get over their physical uh, and sexual inadequacies. Yeah. Kind of kind of like the way uh, ecstasy was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the. Uh... Kind of like the neckbeards who like lost a bunch of weight playing Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Clam chatter. <laughs> Clam chatter. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I've heard about a couple of guys who lost like 130 pounds playing DDR, which is ridiculous. Did they ever get laid after that? Uh. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. One. One of them has like a super hot girlfriend. So. What? Work for him. So yeah. So, it's, so that's my it's take. Weird. I mean, we've we've probably talked shit about the sex robot thing like three or four times now. You keep bringing it up all the time. I know because it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny to you. It's hilarious to me. Your reactions are really hilarious. I'm just. I'm, I just in all that time, I never thought about the fact that it could actually be have like health benefits for people as far as just like weightlifting and cardio. It could. I mean, to be honest, I talk a lot about yeah, I'm gonna have a get a sex robot and blah 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 blah. But really, again, I'm not. I because <laughs> well, one, I I don't have that kind of money. By the time I have the kind of money to actually buy a sex robot. I would be, I don't know, in my 80s, wouldn't be able to get it up anymore anyway. And then she wouldn't be a sex robot. She'd be like a sex robot gold digger. <laughs> like, you're only with him because you know he's about to die. <laughs> Aren't all sex robots gold diggers? Well, I know she ain't messing with no broke ninjas. I mean, they're only... <laughs> uh, I mean, they're only there because you paid money for them anyway, so... That's true. Um, but... But because there's so much other stuff that I need to spend my money on that's more important to me than a sex robot. <laughs> and but, but, I mean, what what am I gonna do? Where where am I gonna put a sex robot? Because <laughs> like I, if if you just if you hang get, it up in your closet like a dead hooker in between. <laughs> oh yeah, because 
because that's not creepy. <laughs> now I'm really starting to really kind of like this idea of me just taking my <laughs> my girlfriend off the wall in the middle of the night and throwing her in the bed and it's like scream all you want. Um, but no, I mean seriously though, like where hey, if you're getting if you're gonna do something like that, then you have to and somehow in your mind imagine that this doll is for however long this is going to be like something real um, for you to you know do what you're going to do. So if you're doing that, then let's say after the deed is done, do you just take her and hang her back up in the closet? Do you still lay and cuddle with her in, in bed? <laughs> uh, do you wake? I mean, for me, if I was doing something like that, I would, I would probably lay and cuddle with her in bed because the last thing I want to do is wake up first thing in the morning for a little wake and shake. Right. And, uh, and then I got to get her from the closet again. She's already right there. You know, I got that early morning boner be like, Oh, it's like and the sex robots like why do you always have to talk after <laughs> you know that'd be, that'd be horrible yeah you know, I, I, could, I could see i could see someone like a uh like a like a like a cuckold thing like ordering a sex robot but then telling them like to, to call it richard but his name's joe and she's like that's it do me hard richard it's like <laughs> But uh, so so then you you can't if you if you're having that kind of a relationship with this thing and you're acting all your fantasies or whatever you can't just hang her back up in the closet <laughs> and you you would have to like you know oh hey let's act that little like you know the uh, the the schoolgirl thing so let me buy you the right outfit for that oh, and all that what you know <laughs> college schoolgirl man jeez whiz why do you always have to take everything so low. <laughs> Anyway, we see. Then you're buying her outfits. Oh, you look good in those in those lingeries, right? So, you know that kind of stuff. And you are actually putting more into this than you people would think you would be. Oh, totally. So then, what are you doing? Are you like leaving her in bed every day? Are you putting her on the sofa, standing up at the sink, maybe and be like, "You come? Is you still doing the damn dishes?" <laughs> <laughs> I swear, but you think you're cheating on me. <laughs> So I'm like, so well, you can't be just hanging her up every night. When That's... I get home, you better be naked and holding my supper. <laughs> and before you leave, you stand her up naked in the kitchen, <laughs> like hold a tray with two pieces of bread on it. Pizza pockets. <laughs> God damn it, pizza pockets again! When are you gonna learn how to cook? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. Uh, it seems to me like you would just be spending about the same amount of money that you would, like, on an actual woman. Yeah. And then, of course, you're going to start getting the, the thing where you're, you're you're filling in these missing pieces of, like, something you really want. And so then you're going to act, start acting out scenarios like, oh, well, um, now I'm going to pretend, you know, that we, we got into a fight or, you know, oh, uh... You know, she went to go visit her mom's for the week, so I'm gonna actually like put her in the other room and not talk to her visitor for like a week. And that way, you know, when she comes back home, quote, you know, it's like, oh, the sex is so good because we haven't done it for a week. You know? Have you seen? That's Lars where it starts to get really creepy. Have you seen Lars and the Real Girl? I have not. It's a good movie. I can't. Uh, I, I, I okay. I can't watch Lars and the Real Girl. I really can't. It was a fucking shock to realize that that was Ryan Gosling, and that's why I can't watch it. Yeah, really, I've got to watch Ryan Gosling pretend like I can't get a date. I'm saying, and, and wait, I mean, who is who is he? Who's his, his longtime girlfriend? Uh, he, 
Ava Mendez? Kind of freaking hot Ava Mendez? <laughs> now, I'm supposed to pretend that, oh, I'm Ryan Gosling. I can't get a date. That's the thing. He doesn't look like Ryan Gosling at all. He's got like this, this like dorky 70s haircut and this thick, horrible mustache. And like, like I said, I did not realize it was Ryan Gosling. Okay. Um, well, he was in that movie with The Notebook. Right? Was he? With Rachel McAdams or... I, I guess. That's, or one of those things? Nicholas Sparks thing, right? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Sorry, Turk. I don't watch stuff like that. I'm a man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I remember reading that on the bedroom walls. I said that Comey is a man. I was like, it looks like Comey's handwriting. Um, so there's this whole thing about apparently how they didn't get along on the set and they had all these kind of arguments and stuff and they were fighting back and forth and the director finally had to like get them both together and like get like a, a counselor for them to kind of like air all their grievances and shit so they can finish making the movie. And you know what happened after the movie? No. They dated for a short time. <laughs> of course. So, wait, wait, wait. Rachel McAdams, very nice looking woman, right? And, and Ryan, uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. They are butting heads the whole time to this movie. And then they finally, like, get some counseling. And then they date. <laughs> this guy you don't like somehow convinces you to date him because he's kind of, like, really nice looking. Right? <laughs> and I'm supposed to pretend, like, watching this movie, like, oh, man. <laughs> such a poor little schlub he can't get anything he's gotta <laughs> fuck this robot yeah right you know I can pretend that there's midichlorians that like you know <laughs> that, that allows you to like have mystical powers and shit but I cannot pretend that that's possible <laughs> that, that fucking Ryan Gosling can't get a date oh, man, if, if my you, ass if you haven't seen him in the movie I mean he does not look anything like Ryan Gosling but uh yeah, no, it's just, it's funny that you, like, brought up the whole fighting thing, because, yeah, there, like, there hits these moments where he'll just get into a big fight with this, like, sex doll. He's like, it was supposed to be Scrabble Night! So. And then they make up? Yeah. And then, you know, the sex is really good after they make up. I don't think he, I mean, it's never specifically stated that he has sex with her. Do they really have to specifically state that? I mean. It, the, the way he is, yeah, he comes across, like very very like 40 year old virgin kind of thing I, I'm just saying I mean you know there, there are guys who are like you know I took you out to dinner in a movie you owe me something like <laughs> bitch I brought you to life you owe me something <laughs> he tips fedora opens door for her milady <laughs> and then he has to go back behind her like walk her in the door like, <laughs> like, 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 like rocks her back and forth so she's walking it's like oh you're such a gentleman <laughs> Please take me into my bedroom and ravish me. <laughs> Why, certainly, my lady. <laughs> That's the kind of scenarios I picture when I hear about sex dolls. Is that thing exactly? Hold on, let me put it in my retainer because you know, <laughs> sometimes I bite and I don't want to break the skin. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> hey, I think it's time for an ad. <laughs> Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't shake your head like, 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 why are we doing this? You, you did this. It's just retainers are gross. <laughs> We're back, folks. So. Yeah, but, but a blowjob retainer would be the shit. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. There are no the, teeth scraping. That's the thing. Ah, there man. is that. See? See? So, uh, there's a comedian who, uh... I've stumbled across and watched a few of his videos, which apparently he was on America's Got Talent, so if I actually, like, watch TV, I might have stumbled across him sooner. Um, I doubtful, because 
I mean, America's Got Talent is like the show that really proves that America does not have talent <laughs> yeah. at all. Well, this guy's actually pretty funny. Um, Drew Lynch is his name. And, he, like, he, like, the big thing was that he, like, speaks with a stutter. But, uh, like... He's, his bits are still hilarious in spite of that. Um, okay, I've I got to say that that's probably one of the most awesome gimmicks ever. What is is to, to be a comic, uh, a comedian with a stutter. Because you don't have to you don't have to write a full set list of jokes. You can just write <laughs> half of them. But it still like, takes the same amount of time to tell. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Maybe uh, uh, you just ain't said n- 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 nothing yet. <laughs> well, like he he was he was like well on his way to becoming an actor, and uh, he got hit in the head with a softball when he was twenty, and that's what caused the stutter. So he basically like his acting career just ended right there. Again, one of those objects that the name is so fucking misleading. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's a softball. <laughs> well, oh, it's funny. He he destroyed a heckler on one of his sets because he was up there and he like made reference to his stutter because yeah, he doesn't call a ton of attention to it. But you know, obviously, if if he's struggling with a joke or something, say, so hey, this I have a stutter in case you couldn't tell. Just something as simple as that. But some douchebag just stands up in the crowd. And he's like, yeah, that's because you suck at softball, and. He's like, yes, thank you for criticizing me on my skills of playing softball. Probably the most lesbian of sports. <laughs> he was like, so, obviously, you're a sports fan, so tell me, what, what sport do you play, sir? The guy was like, I play softball. He's like, great, we should get together after the show and scissor later. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, what he had... They? What? What did they? No. <laughs> no. He just he just continued ridiculing the guy until he left. It was pretty great. I but, think you're uh, gonna be like, God damn it, Turkey, there's just something you should talk about in public. <laughs> well did he come or what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he had a bit talking about uh about retainers and he was talking about how uh he, he doesn't wear the retainer when he's up on stage because it gives him a list. He was like, and 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 and, and I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not up here doing a catch 'em all of speech impediments. So. <laughs> but he was talking about when he gotta catch 'em all speech impediments. <laughs> but he was talking about how like whenever he would pull it out, he was like, it doesn't matter where he is, what's going on. If he pulls out the retainer, then there's somebody who goes, oh. <laughs> it's like everybody always gags at some point. Cat so. tooth lisp. I choose you. Salutation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He was saying that he was like on a date and he like took the retainer out and the girl was like, "Hey, uh, you you should go to the bathroom to do that." He was like, "You expect me to go into the men's room where everybody has their dick in their hands and take my retainer out of my mouth? That's kind of sending mixed messages." <laughs> <laughs> Evening, gentlemen. <laughs> so, speaking of which, did I ever tell you about the time that uh, you know I like my cell phone? I used to have um, my ringtone used to be. Roger from American Dad. Yeah. From the uh, the the one where he talks about his audition for Monsters Ball with the make me feel good. <laughs> You've seen that, right? Yeah. The the tearjerker episode. I I think I've seen clips from it. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing all the way through. Oh my god, that's uh, that's one of my favorite episodes. So so I used to have that as my ringtone was Roger going, Make me feel good. Make me feel good. So <laughs> I was going to the movies after work. So I, and I had my, um, I left work and of course, um, yeah, my phone is on silent at work. So I take it off silent because I'm meeting somebody at the, at the theater, I'm meeting a friend at the theater. And I want to make sure that, you know, I heard the phone, it rang or whatever. Well, while I'm waiting on them, um, 
while I'm waiting on them, I uh, I go to the bathroom. And so I'm in there and my phone's in my back pocket. <laughs> and I can, as I'm standing in front of the urinal, you know, hold my dick in my hand. Um, my phone starts ringing and I can feel it vibrating. And there's someone washing their hands and the blower is on. <laughs> and the voice is And I can feel my phone vibrating, right? And of course it's going, make me feel good. <laughs> I'm just and in my head. I'm trying to pee, but of course, like now I'm all nervous, so the, the pee just slowed down, and I can't like hold my hand. If it's one thing you don't do is you don't. Maybe in a women's restroom it's okay, but you don't pull your cell phone out in a men's restroom, yeah, right? No. no, especially if you're sitting here at the urinal with your dick in one hand and you're pulling your phone out the other. Like, dude, this is not the place to take a dick selfie, right? And I'm just, I'm just sitting here, just, just hoping myself, like, oh my god, I hope whoever it is stops calling before that blower turns off because that's not what i need is in the bathroom you stand in the urinal with another guy there and just make me feel good oh geez that was so fucking tense that's <laughs> and that is honest to god a true story that is fantastic it's a horrible true story but it's a true story <laughs> oh. oh that's great I-, I need to update my ringtone i've had the old boy ringtone for a long time now i don't want to get rid of my jarvis Jarvis is pretty cool. I've had him for like, so many years, but I don't want to get rid of him. Well, like, I like my text notification, which is just, like, the Donkey Kong barrel score. Like, when oh. you jump the barrel, it goes... Bo-do-do-do. So, like, that's my text notification. I like that a lot. But, yeah, just the song is just, like, that that old boy's theme. Um, when the gas would pump into the hotel room. Uh, and see, my, my whole thing is, is all Jarvis. It was uh, um, back when the first Iron Man came out. The, yeah. You could download this entire, like... It was actually a whole like screen save. I mean, uh, phone back screen screensaver, yeah. all this whole thing. I just kept just the uh, the sound bites from it and just used those for everything. But I wouldn't mind having my text tone be uh, uh, Arch DJ where that. Yeah, that'd be wow. awesome. Uh, and you can get it, but you have to pay for it. And I'm not paying for a freaking text tone. Yeah. That's just stupid. But anyway, um, so going back to to what you were saying. Uh. Uh-huh. I don't even know where we were going with it because we you, you mentioned the retainer and then and you're talking about the guy and, and all that. Oh yeah, no, I mean that was that was it. No, <laughs> just <laughs> just funny that like everybody has this immediate like visceral revulsion to a retainer getting taken out. Uh, so I do think it's kind of interesting. Um, like I said, I'm, I really don't have any interest in buying a sex robot because one, I can't afford it, and two, I, I, we've talked about this before, and I'm not trying to discuss anybody, but. Like we said, eventually they will need to be cleaned. Oh yeah, and the easiest the easiest way of doing that and not really having to clean it is to wear a condom. But I mean, <laughs> why don't want a, a quote unquote woman that can't get pregnant and then I still wear a condom? <laughs> like what? That that doesn't make sense. Uh, and I'm not gonna want to do that because I mean the best the best thing to do would be to clean it after every use. Yep. But again. Uh, I mean, like, okay, I just did this thing. I'm like, oh my goodness, I just want to sit here and just bask in the rapture of what I just did. Um, and I don't have to get up and then like, it's it's like when you when you're sitting and laying in bed and you and you wake up because you know you got to pee, but you sit there and like for I don't know half hour to forty five minutes you kind of debate <laughs> whether or not you actually want to get out of bed and go pee because you know as soon as you get up 
you're up. Like, now I'm awake. It's three o'clock in the morning. Now I'm awake. And so you sit there and you have this really stupid conversation with yourself for 30 or 45 minutes about, do I really want to get up and go pee? Or can I somehow convince myself to go back to sleep and not wet the bed? <laughs> so... So if I have to get up and then go clean her, I'm like, oh well, shit. Now just the, the whole the whole moment's ruined. I might as well, you know, go downstairs and you know, like like vacuum the you know the basement or whatever. I, you know, yeah, yeah. So no, that's yeah. Plus, again, I mean, yeah, sex is great. Sex is good. Yeah, every not everybody does it, but everybody should. Sex is natural. Sex is fun. Sex is best when it's five on one. But the thing <laughs> is, um, that's too many people to keep up with. Well, I would think that some of them would kind of help take care of themselves, <laughs> you know, until you can get around. Like it's, it's, you know, if we're going to put it into like an, a Mr. Toad's analogy here, like not everybody can get on the ride at one time. So you just kind of like, okay, well, while you guys are that, I'm going to go over here to the bumper cars. And then when a slot opens up, we're going to rotate out. You, you haven't seen like those really awkward, like threesome and foursome videos where like the girls just start getting it on with each other and the guys just in the back, like jerking off watching them. It's like, why are you even there at that point? Um, if there were two girls getting it on in front of me, uh, I wouldn't be like, what? You mean I can't join in? No. There's two girls getting it on in front of me. I'm not going anywhere. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. I'm just saying, if I sign on for a threesome and it's just me watching this, it's like, no, I didn't sign on to just watch. I'm just going to say, okay, this doesn't count as a threesome. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but I'm just going to say that this doesn't count as a threesome. You still owe me one. You know? <laughs> You know, it's like a two and a half, you know, <laughs> two and a half. So. Close, but no cigar. Uh, <laughs> but, but I mean, again, sex is great. Having sex is cool. You know, whether it's, you know, with someone that you love, like relationship, um, or if it's just someone you just met or, you know, you call up every once in a while, whatever it is. But if you're going to be in a relationship and if you're going to have like an, a continuing sexual, like, encounter with somebody there has to be something more to it than just like a wham bam even 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 if it's a if it's a like a you know i've, I've got like a friend with benefits you guys still have some kind of conversation not like they come over you another one of you says anything you just like do it right there where and then they t- walk, turn around and leave it's like <laughs> no there's still some kind of a thing if it's like hey how you doing can i get you a bottle of water um you know there's <laughs> something that's said during either you know before or after or whatever it's just not like okay let's do this and then now thanks i'm going home well no you don't even say thanks it's like and then you just go home it doesn't happen like that so the 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 whole doll robot thing it's like it's it's sad i would say it's sad it's unfortunate (laughs) so okay (laughs) and if we can I would like for this to be the last sex robot <laughs> podcast for this season. If season three, if we want to do another one, fine. But for season two, this should be the last sex <laughs> robot podcast. I do not want to talk about sex robots anymore on the podcast during the season. That's fair. I'm pretty sure I can contain myself. Are you sure? I think so. Okay, because you've lied to me before. Yeah. Yes, you have. Yes, I have. Yes, you have. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I, I thought I thought that the uh, that the article would be something a little bit more than just it's replacing human interactions. Like okay, 
And that's the same they said about World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like, oh, it's replacing Henry and I. Like, yeah, only if you want it to. <laughs> Controversy. World of Warcraft better than sex? No. <laughs> no. I've never played past the tutorial on World of Warcraft. I've never played World of Warcraft. I have no interest in it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I've never played past the tutorial on sex, but okay. <laughs> No, I've gotten past the tutorial. <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate. That it's like because it takes me so long between sexual encounters, I always have to do the tutorial again. <laughs> and like, like, I'm like, wait, what, what does L1 do? Oh. <laughs> Where's the damn start button? <laughs> I'm just poking everything on the girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I came too early. Where's the reset? <laughs> How's that? Is that the solution to coming too early? <laughs> Just starting over? Uh, n- no. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, the first time you can say, oh, I'm just sorry, it, you know, I, today was, today was, at work was just, it was crazy. And, you know, just, oh, I, you know, I, my mind's been all over the place or whatever. You know, after the third time, it's like, look, you work at Dairy Queen. It's not that hard of a job. I'll let you get it past one day because you said like the ice cream machine was broken, whatever. But, but no, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and you didn't bring me a damn ice cream cake. I'm like, I'm sorry. That's mm. the thing. You, I love ice cream. You cake. Can get, you can get so many girls if you work at Dairy Queen. Provide that you provide them with ice cream cake. <laughs> Because you can't, you can't give them like a blizzard. Because by the time they come over, of course, you can't freeze those things. You know, they have to oh, be yeah. like a freshly made. So, by oh, ice cream yeah, cake, yeah, yeah that, that works. And the yeah, thing is, the... it's not, it's not like every girl falls for it. It's just that, oh well, yeah. It's like no, I, you know, I'm kind of busy. I'm like, all right, well, you know, uh, if you do decide to come over later or whatever, you now I got ice cream cake in the freezer. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's, it's like, it's like when a guy like strikes out and then he calls and calls like the girl. It's like when the girl strikes out, and she's like, shit. But you know what? <laughs> Hell, at least I can get some ice cream cake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, the best ice cream cakes, though, don't come from Dairy Queen. Where? Uh, they are strawberry Sunday crunch ice cream cakes. From where? I mean, you can get them at pretty much any grocery store. Oh, those just, things? Yeah. Oh, okay. But no, it's just it's just the kind. Dairy Queen doesn't do strawberry Sunday crunch ice cream cakes. Ah, gotcha. But holy shit, those are delicious. But just don't go to Baskin Robbins. I don't think I've ever had an ice cream cake from Baskin Robbins. Oh, it's just that I mean whenever if if you're a guy and you don't have a party, you need to buy an ice cream cake. <laughs> they know. They know exactly why you buy an ice cream cake. <laughs> Baskin Robbins always finds out. <laughs> That's weirdly menacing and it sounds like based off of personal experience. <sighs> I swear. All I need is one more, one more magical totem, and I can bring Charles Schultz back to life. <laughs> That's a line from Ant Man. Oh yeah, when he gets fired from Baskin yeah, Robbins. Yeah, Baskin Robbins always finds out. Dude, I haven't seen Ant Man in like four years. I haven't either. <laughs> well, not not all of us can just like memorize movies as we watch them. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. You've got a life, and hey, my name's Conan, <laughs> and I have a life. I mean, barely that. I just don't memorize movies. Oh, well, I'm going to watch this movie called Ooga Booga. <laughs> uh, medical student who's brutally murdered by a dirty cop, but his soul is magically transferred into an action figure named Ooga Booga. Thanks. 
Well, only his tribal spear and his old girlfriend help him. So, Ugu Booga's <laughs> about a, uh, a magical doll that walks around killing people. Sweet. I'm going to watch that. Never possibly saw that coming. Never heard of it. <laughs> I mean, I, that that doesn't really bother me. Something like Tourist Trap, that really disturbs me. Oh. Every clip I've seen from that is, like, really unsettling. So I need more than one doll walking around killing people. Well, it's just, like, the mannequins look freaky as hell. Like, Ooga Booga would creep me out, but, like, it wouldn't super mess with me the way Tourist Trap would. Yeah. See, you know what? That would be a great horror movie. Someone who has a sex doll, oh, and God, then no. it somehow comes to life, like evil spirit or whatever, and it comes to life, and of course it wants to kill him because it's like all the horrible things that it's done to the doll. Yeah. And it's like, you did all these horrible things to me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, see, that'd be awesome. Especially fish when if the, if the doll comes alive and it's like slowly just fucking with him. Oh yeah. And and he's like you know and of course they in order to kind of tell people that something strange is going on he has to tell them that he has a sex doll <laughs> and then he's, and then he has to tell them like I think that she's been coming to life and like doing things you know but like okay so first off you were just weird now you're creepy and weird. Yep. <laughs> See that? Oh, okay, Phil, you're projecting now. That would be awesome. You know, typically when you talk about, like, making a movie, I, I always want to, like, have some part in the creative process, like, whether it's cameraman or, like, acting in it, but something like that, no. <laughs> so we can't borrow your doll? I don't have one. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Dude, I can't even watch movies with, with dolls. hate that <sighs> shit. You know what? I'm certainly not going to fuck one. You know, I all this time I feel so stupid. Never bothered to put it together. That's your thing with the, with the dolls is that you don't like dolls. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're screwing an inanimate object. It's because <laughs> you don't like dolls. <laughs> I can't believe it took me that long to figure it all out. It took you that long, dude. Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to make like sweet lovins to some freaky ass doll. Uh, no, 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 no. This ain't sweet loving, man. This is some down home, down and dirty, like just. I'm not going to be able to clap cheeks with a doll. I don't care what the scenario is. We're talking like some, like you know, like I don't want to know your name, freaky circus sex. <laughs> you you didn't catch on to this when like we were watching that documentary on the guy photographing the porn stars, and he was like interviewing the guy who invented the sex doll, and the guy was like prying its mouth open and showing the teeth, and I was going, oh my god. That's horrible! You didn't catch on then? No, I thought you were looking at something on your phone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's it's like pretty much 100% due to me not wanting anything to do with dolls. But yes, the moral implications are like far, far worse. This, this whole rape scenario thing still really bothers me. That that that, that is that is is all kinds of wrong. That that whole that whole thing is all kinds of wrong. Yeah, that really freaked me out. And here's a, my I guess to bring all that back to a closure is, if you're doing all that, again, the whole fantasizing thing, the fantasy, even though you've got this object there in front of you, the, the fantasy part is still missing some crucial pieces. So even though the doll is, you know, looping this recording of no, please don't or whatever, um, uh, 
it's not struggling anyway. So you still have to pretend it's struggling. Mm-hmm. And it's so with all that, you're like, okay, um, this is not if if, if like in that the guy's like you know. So now I don't really have any kind of urge. It's like well, you're. It's like when someone eats a uh, like a like a non-fat cookie or whatever. <laughs> it's like, well, see, now I don't have the urge to eat like a real cookie. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you know you do. You can tell her. You can tell people whatever kind of lie you want, <laughs> right? But the truth is, we know that a non-fat cookie tastes like shit. Yeah, and you know what a real cookie tastes like for real people. You know what a real cookie tastes <laughs> like, and you know that this ain't it. Yeah. I think I think what's disturbing about that for me, it's like, yes, you know, there are people who have those fantasies. Yes, that's a huge problem. Yes, I've got a serious issue with people who have those kind of fantasies. I think everybody does. But knowing that there's these people who have these fantasies to the extent that they're willing to get, like, a $4,000 robot with artificial intelligence programming designed to resist and say no and be a child. It's like, that's, that's fucked up that you're like, you're going to put that much money into acting out this fantasy. Now, that, that kind of person, I would say, remember I said therapy. You know, so these people need therapy or whatever. But if you are saying, this is who I am and this is what I like to do or what I, you know, think is fun or whatever, even though I know it's not right, because in, in, in their mind, everybody, this guy is like, oh, I know that doing the actual thing isn't right. But I still want to do it so much. <laughs> it's like, well, no, if you know it's not right, then you know that you need to, you know, have some kind of therapy, something to to get you to stop thinking that way. But instead, it's like, well, no, I'm still going to go ahead and do this. No, you're, you're, you need to go into a landfill somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an issue. Like, you know, like, you know, the problem is that if, let's say I rule the world, those people would still be alive because they'd be like, okay. Um, it's like, uh, we, we, we made the hole and like, it's still not deep enough. <laughs> and that, that'd be the problem. It'd be like, it's still not deep enough. <laughs> it's going straight through one end of the earth to the other. It's still not deep enough. <laughs> but actually, you know what? That'd be a great way to, to get rid of somebody. Let's it's, drop them into the core of the earth. Well, if you, if you drill the hole, right, from one end of the, uh, of uh, the, one side of the plant to the other. And you dropped them in, so they would fall until they like reached the gravity of the other side, which mm-hmm. would pull them in. And then, of course, it would they would like fall back, and so they just keep kind of bouncing, excuse me, back and forth from one side of the earth to the other. Yeah, and through like through the center until they just died. Yep, <laughs> that'd be kind of awesome. That would be. I think they might have done that gag on Tiny Toons, actually. Really? Yeah, I think so. I seem to remember that, like, they, they fell and then they, like, reversed direction and then they, like, just kind of floated in the core. Yeah. Steven Spielberg's a weird guy. <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. All right. Well, I'm yeah. I'm so glad Steven Spielberg does not do cocaine anymore. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll do my best not to bring this back up in uh, future episodes this season. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But, uh, you, you gotta admit, your reaction was funny. <sighs> <laughs> You know what, dude? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So this this was an interesting one, but... Uh, yeah, thanks everybody for giving us a listen. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Let's, yeah. <laughs> put on hold. Season three. This last one. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a pin in it. First episode of season three. We'll come back to this. If you put a pin in it, she'll pop. <laughs> Later, right. everybody. Good night, everyone. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.